From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, North Korea conducts another test of what it claims is a submarine launch cruise missile under the supervision of its leader, Kim Jong-un. Prosecutors indicted a 66-year-old suspect surnamed Kim on charges of attempted murder for stabbing Democratic Party leader Lee Jae-myung. And President Yoon Sang-yeol urges the government and ruling camp to double efforts to enhance people's livelihood. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Daniel Chen. North Korea conducted another test of a new strategic cruise missile on Sunday, just four days after the first test launch of the Pulwasal 331. The launch was supervised by regime leader Kim Jong-un, who stressed the importance of a nuclear weapons-capable navy. Yoon So-young has the details. North Korea on Monday released photos of regime leader Kim Jong-un observing a test launch of submarine-launched strategic cruise missiles the previous morning. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff announced on Sunday that the launch was detected from waters off the north's port city of Shinpo in South Hamgyong province at around 8 a.m., although the verifiability of Pyongyang's submarine claim is as yet unsubstantiated, with the released photos lacking any indication. The launch came just four days after North Korea conducted an inaugural test of a new strategic cruise missile dubbed the Pruhasar 331. The regime's Korean Central News Agency said on Monday that the launch the previous day was of the same missile, reporting a flight time of 2 hours and 3 minutes and 2 hours and 4 minutes before hitting a preset target on the islet in the East Sea. The report said the test was conducted under the wise guidance of regime leader Kim Jong-un in line with his call for accelerating the nuclear weaponization of the Navy in a bid to bolster the state of nuclear deterrence. The KCNA also said that he inspected the construction of a nuclear submarine and other new types of warships, during which he identified pressing tasks for relevant sectors as well as state measures to be pursued to that end. On Monday, the JCS said it believes that the details of the flight as claimed by North Korea were exaggerated, owing to the fact that the development of solid fuel is not complete. Noting that a change in launch platforms requires significant technical supplementation or development, the JCS spokesperson said Pyongyang's claim to have adapted the missile for a submarine launch is likely a departure from the truth. Yoon Soo-hyang, KBS World, Radio News. The United States has reaffirmed its commitment to the defense of South Korea against threats from North Korea after Pyongyang tested a new strategic cruise missile on Sunday, the second in less than a week. A U.S. Defense Department spokesperson said on Sunday that Washington has articulated its understanding of the threat posed by the regime's military programs, as well as America's commitment to the defense of South Korea and Japan, as well as the maintenance of regional peace and stability. The spokesperson added that the U.S. is monitoring the North's activities and will continue to work with both Seoul and Tokyo to address the threats posed by Pyongyang. A State Department spokesperson said that North Korea has increasingly engaged in threatening and irresponsible military activities, including missile launches, and urged the North to engage in serious and sustained diplomacy. Prosecutors on Monday arrested a 66-year-old suspect surnamed Kim on charges of attempted murder for stabbing Democratic Party leader Lee Jae-myung at the beginning of the year. The Busan District Prosecutor's Office's Special Investigation Team announced that it conducted a comprehensive supplementary investigation, including an analysis of video of the crime, additional DNA testing, and an examination of the suspect's bank account and call history. The prosecution concluded that there were no accomplices or masterminds other than the abettor after questioning 18 people connected to the suspect. With evidence that the attack against a DP leader was politically motivated, 
The suspect is also being charged with violating the Public Official Election Act. The probe also revealed that the 66-year-old tracked down the DP leader at four different events, including his participation at a protest against the release of contaminated water from the Fukushima nuclear power plant in Busan last June. The National Police Agency will form a task force to protect politicians while tracking threats against them and arresting the perpetrators. Commissioner Yoon Yi-gun on Monday briefed ruling People Power Party floor leader Yoon Jae-ok and Policy Committee Chairman Yoo Yi-dong at the National Assembly on measures to protect candidates and lawmakers in the run-up to the general election in April. The commissioner vowed to increase police patrol activities and prevent the recurrence of copycat crimes or cases similar to the stabbing of main opposition Democratic Party Chair Lee Jae-myung in early January and the attack with a blunt weapon of PPP Representative Pei Yeon-jin last week. The PPP flow leader expressed concern that high-profile politicians may be at higher risk of assault, calling for measures to prevent such crimes from happening. Meanwhile, the DP slammed the government for downplaying the attack against its chief earlier this month, even raising suspicion that the Office for Government Policy Coordination's Counterterrorism Department is attempting to minimize or conceal the incident. President Yoon Sang-il has urged the government and ruling camp to double their efforts to enhance people's livelihood to the extent the people can sense such improvements. Yoon made the call on Monday when he held a luncheon with ruling people, Power Party's interim chief Han Dong-hoon and party floor leader Yoon Jae-ok at the top office. The president and the party officials extensively discussed various issues concerning people's livelihood, including housing issues and the idea of building underground pathways for trains. They agreed to continue negotiations at the National Assembly on the application of the Serious Accidents Punishment Act for workplaces with fewer than 50 employees so that no small business owners will suffer hardship. Regarding the latest series of attacks targeting politicians, the tribe expressed concerns and the president urged related agencies to swiftly devise related measures. The government has reiterated that it hopes the removal of a monument dedicated to Korean wartime forced laborers in Japan's Gunma Prefecture will be addressed in a way that won't hamper friendly bilateral relations. A foreign ministry official in Seoul revealed the stance to reporters on Monday when asked to comment on the Japanese prefecture going ahead with the removal earlier in the day as planned despite strong opposition from civic groups. Monday's stance is identical to the one issued by the foreign ministry last Tuesday at the time a ministry official said Seoul and Tokyo are continuously holding communications on the matter. Kuma Prefecture is set to complete the removal by February 11th. The monument was erected in a park in 2004 to memorialize Koreans who were mobilized for labor during the Pacific War and died in the prefecture. Prosecutors sought pre-trial detention warrants for the current manager and former general manager of the Korea baseball organization's Kia Tigers for accepting bribes. The Seoul Central District Prosecutor's Office said on Monday that warrants against manager Kim Jong-guk and former general manager Chang Jong-suk on charges of receiving a bribe by breach of trust that were filed last Wednesday. The prosecution reportedly confirmed additional charges in an investigation into Chang's alleged demand for a kickback while negotiating a contract with former Tigers catcher Park Dong-won, a free agent player, upon a request of the KBO last April. The state investigative agency reportedly verified that the breach of trust by Kim was unrelated to player recruitment. It is the first time that pretrial detention has been requested for a sitting manager of a professional baseball club over personal activity with the Tigers suspending him from duty as of Sunday. A warrant hearing for both Kim and Zhang is set to begin at 10.30 a.m. Tuesday. 
The central bank has warned that indications of slowing inflation does not mean that the nation has entered a phase of price growth stabilization. In a report on Monday, the Bank of Korea's Monetary Policy Department said a review of inflation expectations must consider persistent factors over price adjustment, along with the possibility of an additional cost shock. The bank cited an end to government policies such as fuel tax cuts or the deferral of public utility fee hikes, including electricity fares. Citing past instances of a failed entry into inflationary stabilization, the BOK said most were the result of inattention to the last-mile risk of misinterpreting the post-inflationary shock base effect as the start of stability. The central bank also mentioned that past cases of success involve monetary tightening consistently enforced for a considerable time in tandem with policy efforts toward macroeconomic stability. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Entry and Soul. This has been Daniel Chang.